Hello. Hello, and welcome to the final pod part of the ongoing saga. Yes. A long ongoing saga. Paga. Paga? It's a paga. <laughs> paga. I love my paga hat. <laughs> pretend, pretend America's great again. It's <laughs> yeah, <pretend. laughs> great. Perfect. That's amazing. Yeah. Paga. Paga. And this is the end of this whole saga. The tournament, the wrap up, the basically the ramp down from uh, season five. We're we're finishing all this off. We had the Mega Bills tournament. Uh, which was a part of the saga, the draft. We had a wrap-up episode. We're doing more of that today. Today we're doing awards, uh, ranking of the songs. There's so much content to listen to for us to talk about the same group of songs over and over again. And so just here, here's more. Why not? Yeah. We're wrapping up the wrap-up portion of the saga. And uh, at the same time, we're wrapping up the season, I think, right? Season five? Yeah. I think this is the finale. This is the finale episode. Yeah. We're gonna, we talked about doing a lot of postseason postseason shenanigans. Right. Like, right. Uh, definitely, you know, we're going to do the anniversary show that we always do. That's always fun, as well as a couple other things we've been talking about with you know, potentially some guests. Cause, you know, we've been lacking guests. Shout out to Zach right. Jones, though. That was great. Mm-hmm. Man, finale. It's sad. It's sad. I'm sorry. We've it's, been. Yeah. I'm sorry. We've been lacking guests. But at the same time, we've been zacking guests. Because <laughs> we got our Zach Jones on the show. Back That's on right. The show. Zacking. Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, you were saying something sentimental, I think. I just say it's uh, it's sad. You know, saying goodbye to the 90s again. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been sad. It's been very fun. But if you listen to the pod part just before this one, we learned so far, well, definitively, the 80s. We're better in this context. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Well, the 90s is, was our childhood, though. So right. That's the sad part. We're, we're really saying one last goodbye to childhood. We'll never come back. We'll never get to go back. We don't have a Neverland Ranch on our premises where we can relive our childhoods again and again. Oh, God. Good example. <laughs> um... I like that Brandon said, why not? It's uh, it's DBPSNFMWN. Dana Bray presents Sports Network for music. Why not? Why, why not? not? <laughs> and uh, he did say my name, Brandon, and uh, I am presenter Brandon. I, when, we, when we present ourselves and officially say our names, uh, I go first in the presenter order. That's been well established in the lore of the show. Um, I'm spent a lot of time this offseason coming up with you know some more names uh, so I can kind of you know beat Danny at his own game. Um, the opening track, the lead-off hitter, above the title, you know that uh, Bre- presenter Brandon. Uh, hello and welcome. Thank you, presenter Brandon. Hello and welcome. Um, Thank you. I am uh, presenter number two. Danny here, um, and introducing uh, Danny, second in command, the, uh, the vice president, uh, vice principal, governor, lieutenant governor, lieutenant governor, the the assistant. Yeah, happy to be here. Um, got some fun stuff for uh, for this pod part to close out the decade. Yeah. Yes, and I am presenter three. The third in line, 
uh, trip, triple nipple, uh, triple whipple. Yes, Dave Cologne is me, and I am uh, also and with Dave Cologne and Dave Presents. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm also that. So thanks for uh, listening to this final upload of the season. <laughs> Are we going to be past 300 uploads after this uh, release or not? I, I have to double check where we're at with the, the release number. So the the, I was looking into this the other day because we had this this whole weird thing happen where for a long time only 100 episodes were available. Then finally, all of them were available. Apparently that that disappeared and then got fixed again. So I was looking at it. The numbers are off, though, because there are episodes missing from like the like that I can't figure out. And I've got to I've got to spend some time on pod being figuring it out. I think we are the overall number is correct. You don't think so? Um, I think there's numbers missing, but I don't think there's like... Well, that's the part I don't know, because there are episodes missing, so I don't know if it's counting those anymore. It is counting those, because like, the first episode available... We can... Anyway, the first episode available (laughs) is not the first episode that we've ever released. It's like episode five or seven. It's like our fifth or seventh episode. For whatever reason, like, those guys didn't come back up. They're too controversial, maybe. I don't know. But um, I believe the number count is correct, and we're at 295 as of, like, the most recent thing we've released. We still have – we have, like, one, two, three more in the can before this one. Right. So we're, we're going to be at six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, my God. The next upload after this will be the episode 300th – no, not episode – Upload. upload. Not our, third, <laughs> our upload. 300th upload. Oh my God. It's road to 300, babies. We're doing this. Wow. Should we do a special 300th upload? Uh, uh, upload? <laughs> upload? Yeah. Episode? Well, is that is that going to be the uh, the tournament we were talking about? I guess that's our celebration. Maybe. Or we can just talk about. Oh, know. just do like a. a no, celebration. no. I don't want to do anything too special, but. We should acknowledge it that that's three hundred. You know, yeah. We'll just do a commentary episode of the sequel to yeah. three hundred. Okay. Yeah, I never, I never saw that one. Did you see that one? <laughs> Me? Uh, Brandon, I've... not you, Dave. It's 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 like you're okay. looking at me when you said that. So what am I supposed to say? Huh? How could? There's no what way am I you supposed could to do. There's no way you could determine who or what I'm looking at. <laughs> Again, that's impossible on Zoom. I felt that way. I mean, it's it's easy to see that if I'm uh, if I'm gone, as Brandon has pointed out, if I'm uh, um, zoned out. Yeah, if the, I'm completely zoned out, that's easy to see. Fully in the Danny zone. Yeah, just just like one of these. <laughs> so let's get into what we're doing today. We have we have a couple of games. We have several awards. Danny has a special thing. We have a few stats about the tournament, and we're going to do our rankings of the 10 winners of the 90s boardaments. Absolutely. Absolutely, Dave. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's what will happen. So why don't we start <laughs> off with, uh, you guys want to play a game? Let's do Let's it. play a game. You want to play a game? Um, so the game that I brought to uh, this Pod part is 
the genre game. The yes. Dave's genre game. On every part two episode of the Billboard Immense, uh, from 92 on, I um, made up genres for the songs that survived into the uh, Elite Eight. I'm going to be saying some of those genres again, and it's up to Danny and Brandy to guess which song these genres belong to. What I will do is say the year to make it a little bit... Or should I say the genre and then give if you we the need year help, as yeah. a hint? Yeah, let's do it that way. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. we'll start off just with just a genre clean and see if you can get it. All right, so let's start with this one. <laughs> Rhythm and Blue Pill. Which song was under the Rhythm and Blue Pill genre? See, like, I'm going to suck at this. I don't remember any of the songs. <laughs> Rhythm and Blue okay, Pill. Okay, well, I feel so I'm going to kind of guess that oh. this came up after yeah, our this Matrix is Seal. discussion this is with Seal. Seal. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. But which, uh, is it? Yo, is it actually Seal or is well, it? It was it just inspired by? Brandon, I, I would I would like to work together like we, with this instead of oh, competing against together? each okay. other. Okay. Is that okay with you? Okay, I'm fine with that. But I mean, someone's on the right direction, someone's not. So what should I do here? Oh, interesting. Okay, so one of us. Okay. Well, so well, so think about it. So he names he names the genres after hearing them, yeah. right? And we did we did come up with the Matrix thing. So he could have done that. Crazy, crazy was the one I think. All right, so That's then we'll guess. say crazy. Seal crazy. Uh, I'll, go Seal with, crazy? I'll go with you on that. Seal crazy. That's yeah. a really good answer, but no, it was a second Seal song because in '91 I was not doing the genres, but it was a reference to uh, the Matrix. It was pray, Seal's Prayer, for, prayer the for the Dying okay. from '94. Okay. Good, good guess though. Good guess. Okay. Here we go. Here's a here's a here's a fun one. <laughs> what was chaotic conga line? <laughs> chaotic conga line. <laughs> oh, chaotic conga line. Think about it. Use the descriptives given to formulate an answer. So, wait, just real quick to clarify. Uh -huh. What was the first year you did the genres? 92. Right. 92 was the first time he did the genres. Okay. Chaotic conga line. Dan, what was your instinct? Well, I think if it's conga line, you got to go to the, you know, Latin-fused, gypsy-flared area, right? Um, <laughs> if it's conga line. But what's the, what, say it again? What is it? It's a... Chaotic. Chaotic. Conga line. Chaotic. I think somebody like Cicada is not chaotic enough. I think no way. Right, not, not chaotic yeah. enough. Definitely not. The only like we had like Gloria, but I don't. know. She never made it that far. Yeah, she never it made it just, that far. It was just turn the beat around and, yeah, and, uh, and the one with Insync. Um, but no, right. Um, <sighs> conga line. You guys are kind of on the right path, obviously. Oh wait, what was the thing that had like a Sex in the City? Oh, thing like oh, Dave, wait a minute, Dave like. There was a there was a song where Dave said like, oh I I think I said one thing and then Dave said, "Sex in the yeah. City." Oh shit! How could I not well, say "Sex in the Brandon, City"? Brandon, do you want to ask for the year? Should we ask for the year? 
Uh, I guess so. What was the year? Yeah, ask for the year. It's 98. Oh, yeah, see, because I just listened to this episode. Fuck. 98. Oh, I should know this one, yeah, because it's more recent. 98 is nobody's supposed to be here year. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is, because I listened to this yesterday. It's Spice Up Your Life. Oh, of course. Correct. Uh, of course, yeah. Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life, chaotic <laughs> conga line. Duh, yeah. <laughs> Very great, yeah. Somewhat offensive song in right. retrospect. But we did we did learn that Jerry is half Spanish, so not super right. offensive. Not super <laughs> offensive. The it's not necessarily a appropriation, but there was a few lines like Yeah. That were a little like Yeah, uh, they're going like short Like they're doing like that <laughs> yeah. kind of it's like okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But definitely sex in the city, uh, energy. Right. For sure. Same year. Came out the same year. So that was a big that was a big that was like really the first strike into the Latin explosion that came the next year in ninety nine. Definitely. And that and that song was weird because remember like their vocals were like pretty low in the mix compared to like Yeah. That's why it was chaotic. The, the, it was, like, yeah. it was like, kinda messy. It was crowd noise. It was like it felt like a like a live <laughs> recording, even though it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do an, let's do another one. Let's do a few more here. Yes, I like this. I remember a couple. Okay, here we go. Party music the third class passengers of the Titanic would enjoy contemporary. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I is okay. it, it's got to be like Irish. Is this, is could this right. be Lorena McKinnett? Like, could, could it be the Mummers Dance? Uh, good, good um, answer, but no, not correct. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, right, that's a. Oh, um, no, that's we didn't do that on the show. Uh, what, what year? Let's do the year. Year ninety three. That doesn't help. <laughs> um. Oh wait, I think I picked ninety three as my favorite year. It makes sense once you right once the answer is revealed. Say it again, uh, Dave. Party music the third class passengers of the Titanic would enjoy contemporary. <laughs> 93 was the mint condition year. No, they're no? 92? They're 92. Now, I'm all over the, now I don't know. Now I'm all over the place. Um, 93 was the first year I won, so that was uh, Tony. 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 It's Tony. Tony. Is it Tony Braxton, possibly? No. <laughs> I'm, not it, gonna, I'm not going to remember. I, yeah, I don't remember. It's Rod Stewart's oh. Reason to Believe. Uh, of course, yeah. It became real Irish midway through. That right. it did. That's good. <laughs> okay, here's one I think you guys might definitely get. <laughs> Glans Glimmer slash RoboShag. <laughs> Glans Glimmer slash Robo Shag. What is glands? I don't know. It's like like a gland? Your glands. Like your gland? Okay. <laughs> like, is that someone's name? Like like a famous rocker? Like Glans Glimmer? Uh, <laughs> it could be. That's a good name for like a glam rocker. Yeah, yeah Gary, Glimmer. Gary Glitter's brother, Glans <laughs> Glimmer. Say, okay, say it. Glans Glimmer Robo Shag? Slash Robo Shag. <laughs> This song is in both those genres. Those oh, man. I don't even have a, an area to really? go. Really? No, I don't. I, I thought you might have n- known this one. Robo Shag. 
Oh, oh, okay. If it's Robo Shag, is it like um, like the Auto Tune stuff? Like uh, yeah, like like, Ro like Roger, like Roger, like oh, uh, Keith Sweat, right, Keith Sweat. Maybe. The, okay, yeah. The, the group Keith Sweat was in, maybe. No. LSG. Like that? No. LSG. Not LSG. Maybe it's a Keith Sweat song. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the song? Oh, um. It's okay if you don't. Nobody. It's nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Had nobody. The, nobody. The cage. Yeah, because that had the auto tune. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody from 1996. Great. Yeah, I guess when Keith like stopped doing the like yeah yeah like that right. was like right. his main thing. New Jack with that. I forgot and he we turned had into like sex jam ro robo. Yes. I forgot we had three sex. three with Keith total. I, I forgot. Yeah, we had yeah. a good amount of Keith. Yeah. yeah. We sweat we sweated a lot this season <laughs> with Keith. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we do two more? Two yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. All right. This one I think you guys will get. Okay, yeah, you guys will get this one, I think. Defeated Snowman Exotica. <laughs> it's uh, it's frozen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> frozen I, by Madonna. Frozen by Madonna. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dave, there was one you said it was something and roll where I lost my shit. There oh, was one it was something, something, yeah. something and roll. <laughs> and roll? But, well, there was that was from the eighties, what you might be thinking of. It was like cocaine Oh baby. Like Coke deal gone wrong and roll. <laughs> that was Phil Collins's <laughs> Phil Collins's uh don't uh, lose that number. Right. <laughs> and, and roll. That I, I did okay. have another role. There was one. There, yeah, go ahead. There's rent controlled advice core <laughs> slash enroll and roll. <laughs> rent control. Oh my god. This is from the 90s? Yeah. Rent controlled advice core. Oh man! So oh, this have to be like lyric and roll and roll. Wait, and that's roll. not you gotta be, was it? Yeah, it's you, you gotta oh, be. Oh, nice. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have bedroom honesty hefo slash sophisticated pauper flex. <laughs> Did it sting? No. Oh, okay. I was thinking pauper flex. Maybe it might be like a staying thing. Um, like, so if it, what's the, say, say the whole thing again. I'm sorry. Bedroom honesty heave ho <laughs> slash sophisticated pauper flex. <laughs> I hope, I hope the listeners out there understand what's going on and what the, like, I hope the listeners understand like what this is. Like me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, because uh, this is my favorite thing that we've like it continues to be my favorite thing on Dana, Dana Bray presents is this like like describing songs this way. Uh, um, bedroom. This was later. I'll tell you, it's a later song. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. If you're thinking Sting, you're you're going down the wrong path. Right. Text yeah. again. So bedroom honesty, heave ho, and sophisticated. Popper flex. I just think of a title, song title with with popper flex, <laughs> or a theme of a song. See, like I don't even remember the songs in '99 now. Like there was like, uh, oh, this was like my favorite year. Wait a minute, there there was all all I have to give was this. Yeah, that's year? why I can't think of anything like sophisticated. E yep. Was that it? That's yep, it. That was. That's it. That's yeah. it. Oh. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. All I have to give. 
That love is all they have to give. They have right. nothing else. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, I was trying to think of just songs in this year. Vibe to it. Nice. Oh, great. I got it. <laughs> That's all we'll do today, but I'll say a few more that were fun. Amy Grant's uh, Good For Me was Cocky Christian Bop or New Testament Bounce. Yeah. Nirvana's Team Spirit was Easy Guitar Tab Grunge. <laughs> we had uh, Great Aunt Revival, Tina Turner's I Don't Want to Fight. We had uh, Conflicted Softcore Spy. <laughs> I will sting if I ever lose my yeah, faith. Yeah, right. And Madonna's secret was softcore spy unplugged. So it was a <laughs> continuation of that genre. U2's hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me was mainstream, mainstream hacker grip. <laughs> uh, Mace's feel so good was unrushed sizzle slick. <laughs> yeah, that, I remember, that one I laughed really hard at. I remember. Yeah, sizzle slick. Goo Goo Dolls' Black Balloon was heteroharmonic hypnosis. <laughs> and Sugar Ray's Someday was Sunny D sabbatical slash soothing douche. So that, those are <laughs> some of the fun ones from this, this season. Ah, uh, amazing. Thanks for playing. And uh, Danny, I believe you have a game now to, to play. Yeah. To play. Um, in this you know, similar vein as Dave in the Elite Eight rounds, I would include... YouTube comments from the music videos of songs that made it to the, to the Elite Eight, but I would only do songs that I was representing that were a part of my uh, my draft, my drawing. This will be probably way harder than because this is just you know a lot of it a lot of it is not like it becomes so unrelated to the song. This is just for fun to re mostly read some of these comments. But yeah, if you guys can remember, and a lot of it. So uh, unfortunately, I. <laughs> I didn't save all because I did this every year. I started in '90. I did this every year, but I, I only right. I only had like the last few years saved for some reason. So I did have to go back and listen to the episodes to try and pull some. So I may be not including some good ones that you know, I just didn't listen back to this week. But I did find some okay. of the earlier, like one or two earlier year ones. But all right, let's start. So there was a comment from Vivian McKenzie, okay. and. She said, name sounds familiar. She said, this man has the most beautiful lips on a man that I have ever seen. Don't forget the dimples, beautiful black men. And then in reply, black Johnny Cage said, wait till you see mines, LOL. Oh man, who said, what was this for? So this one I wanted to include because it does give like a clue. <laughs> And then Black Johnny Cage, which is my favorite, I think my favorite YouTube commenter name I've ever seen. Right. Is uh, Wait Till You See Mines, talking about beautiful lips. You know? Right. Could you give a year for this one? Yeah, 1996. 96. Uh... So think about it. They're commenting on the video. So right. Like, right. You know, so. Is this Keith Sweat? No. It's not Keith Sweat. Okay. I'm going to say, and you guys are going to be like, of course. What 196, Dave? That was... What 196? That was, was D'Angelo. Is it D'Angelo? Oh, is it D'Angelo? No. No? Okay, but it was oh. the year of Lady. Oh, no, because I that was my song. Oh, boy. Um, who is it? L. Cool J. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, L. Cool J doing it. Oh, of course. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. That's so obvious. Of, I right. forgot L. Cool J was around. Right. And he really does truly have beautiful lips. So, I mean, that was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> and he has beautiful dimples. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I can see them right now. That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that one's okay, probably that the, was a great comment. That one's probably yeah, that one's probably the closest to the to what's actually going on in the video. So then, then, <laughs> from here on right. out, it gets insane. Okay. So okay. Um, new one comment from Ethan Porter. Ethan Porter said. Well, actually, no, this one gives a clue, too. Uh, besides being beautiful, she just looks like a really fun girl to be around. I realize it is a video, but the camera loves her. Then, in reply, Brandon Reyna said, Oh, really? I am extremely girl crazy. Then, Carly, with girl authority in parentheses, says, Is also the second fun girl. I prefer the cute girls in Japanese kawaii lolita dresses and other girl stuff. <laughs> Princess Peachy is one of the cute girls in a Japanese kawaii lolita dress. And then Jason T responding to Brandon Arena said, what kind of pervert are you? <laughs> so there's a lot there. Whoa. That's a lot. There's a lot there. It, it turns into a Japanese kawaii lolita dress discussion. Wow. Um, this, is mu- this must be kind of early on, right? What year is this? This is 92. Okay. Is it Paul Abdul? No, good guess, but no. Okay, okay. Damn. It's, a, it's not Paula. So yeah, focus on the Ethan Porter. Well, focus on the whole thing because it's fun. Uh, but <laughs> Ethan Porter, besides being beautiful, she just looks like a really fun girl to be around. I realize it is a video, but the camera loves her. The camera loves her. 92. 92. 92. So you guys should get this one. I'm not trying to look at the year. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my. I can give you a dome. big a big clue. Oh, is it Amy Grant? It's, it's a- Amy Grant. It's Amy Grant. Yeah. It has to be Amy Grant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amy Grant, good for me. Good for me. Okay. Yeah. The camera loves her. Yeah. I wanted to highlight wow. this one because of the Lolita dress thing, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was going. Princess Peachy. Yeah, I don't know what. That's what, so out there. What is Carly talking about? Yeah, I don't. So <laughs> we'll never know. Um, okay, another comment uh, from Baby Cakes, but Bay being uh, B A E, B I E. Okay, that sounds familiar. Baby Cakes. I heard a guy blasting this in his car. He was in his feelings. I smiled hard. I love to see a man listen to this type of music. And then Chris Torres responded, "You should have, you should have had pulled your panties down writing this shit about a dude, and you got wet." Oh my I remember god! This. I remember that. I remember shit. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a little bit later for this sure. This is later. I'll this is 98. 98 and she's saying I sm- I smiled hard. I love to see a man listen to this type of music. It might be Deborah Cox. It is Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed yeah, to be here. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Cuz I would love to see a, a man in his feelings driving, you know, like alongside anybody in their feelings right. listening to this song. Yeah, like Chris Torres, mate. But the <laughs> Chris Torres, Chris really Torres has been, the, uh, he's been banned from YouTube since then. It's a quick update on Chris Torres. He has been banned. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two more. Uh, okay. The Jess Man, all one word. The Jess Man. The Jess Man. Like, like J E S S. The Jess Man. The Jess Man. Okay. The comment is, "Damn, this is from a happy time that will never exist again." Okay. Okay, we gotta. Okay, then the reply. I'll be honest. The replies don't help. Original comment. Uh, <laughs> original comment. <laughs> right, right. This is a very common. Right, right. Exactly. Niraj Nair responded at the Jess Man. 9-11-2001 ruined everything, man. Right. The, inno- I remember this. the innocence like this song from the nineties and two thousands <laughs> died when nine eleven happened. Then a sad face emoji. 
Then Cafe Paul Alma responded, funny how we don't appreciate what we have. 2019 was a happy time, and I only realized it during the 2020 pandemic. And then Naraj Nair responded, 2019 was among the worst years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. For what song, though? Yeah. Yeah, you'll never get oh the song. God. I mean, there's, there's no help here. I just wanted to read these comments. Uh, what what uh, year is this from? Uh, from 96. And the, ma- 96. the main comment is, this is from a happy time that will never exist again. And remember, these are only my songs, if that helps you. Right. These are only, these are oh only songs. God. Yeah. You probably won't get uh, I mean, Is it Amber? It's, is it's it really, Amber? You got it. Well done. It's wow. Amber. This is your night? Amber, okay. Amber, this is your night. <laughs> Okay. A, a post 9 11 world discussion. I'm trying to think of a happy song from that year. Okay. So 2019 was That's a, crazy. among the worst years <laughs> of my life. It's horrible. Um, okay, last one. Um, this is from Leo Faza. Um, okay. Okay. Definitely remember this name. Okay. Well, it's, he says the artist's name right away. I just wanted to read this comment. So, you'll, so it's, this, this one isn't really a game anymore. This is just me reading a comment. Uh, Whitney Houston, the mother god of soul music. Her confidence yeah. and energy towers. Every singer before her and after her. She's easily <laughs> holding Mariah Carey's hand like her little gal. Once in every 500 years legend. <laughs> Had to read that one because we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's, that's a very um, it's an all-time. influential comment for us yeah. like i'll never forget that yeah i always think of whitney houston as one one in, in five one in every 500 yeah it's that entered was, the lexicon yeah. and dan and brave lord exactly yeah. uh thank you leo faisa on the show we should um whitney houston and mariah carey when you believe from 1999 awesome <sighs> yeah. youtube corner was great wonderful um hopefully yeah. we can do more youtube corners in upcoming seasons yeah always different programs Always great stuff and always terrible stuff in the YouTube comments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see all of humanity. Uh, the best of, of humans and the worst of humans. Yeah, totally. No, uh, no, on YouTube. Yep. All right, so... But it's mostly humans saying, oh, man, this is when things were good. Better time. Or, Better yeah. time. This is when music was good. Like, that's <laughs> right, 90%. That. 90% of the YouTube comments is that or, kind of stuff. Uh, or uh, who, uh, who's watching this in 2021? Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like uh, Sometimes, like... So-and-so brought me here. Right. X brought me here. Yeah. 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 It's, mostly a, it's mostly a cesspool in there. I mean... Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's mainly a cesspool. It's sometimes the best of humans. A best pool. Sometimes it's the best pool. Sometimes it's a cesspool. Yeah. Sometimes it's the best of Russian bots, the worst of Russian bots. <laughs> Correct. Yep. All the you range know. of Russian bot quality. Yeah. DPS5 <laughs> gets in there. Sometimes, yeah, 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 definitely. But he's American made. <laughs> it's American made, man. Even true. though it has a, it has a British accent, so. <laughs> uh, <That's> true. <laughs> Why don't we do our rewards ceremony now? This is exciting. All right, the, the dandies. It's the dandies. <laughs> <laughs> the boardies. Yeah. So Dan, you want to go first? Did, you want to go first, uh, I'm, Brandon? I'm going you last. You going to go last? Okay. So that means that Dave has to go first. Oh, why me? <laughs> well, because if we maintain presenter order. Okay. Okay, that's fair. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my awards. Let's see. I have a few awards. I have like, three awards to give out tonight, and um, they're all well deserved. Um, the first award I will give out will be this: the top 
Old Man on the Block of 1999 award. And this has to go to the ultimate glow up of Jordan Knight with his bona fide Jimmy Jam, Give It To You. And um, he easily beat out the competition, which was uh, the musically weak as hell Joey McIntyre with his boring ass song, Stay The Same. Yeah. Nah. And uh, also he beat out uh, the physically weak as hell Donnie Wahlberg with his performance in the beginning of The Sixth Sense, also from 1999. (laughs) (laughs) So Jordan Knight is strong. He uh, made us think differently of him. And I will never not think Jordan Knight is one of the the white knights, really, of the of the of the '90s tournament with that song. It's a top twenty song in my head of the, all all the tournament songs. What's the official award? Sorry. So I'm I'm glad to give it to you, Jordan. You always give it to us. I'm giving this award to you. <laughs> Sorry, what? What's the official name of the award again? Oh, it is Top Old Man on the Block of '99. <sighs> okay. They're formerly new kids. Now they're all they're all old men. So Dan got really upset last time because Dave and I, you know, were too creative and we didn't stick to just sports awards. So yeah, I, I can't do that. So um, I did that. Th- I I know you did. I can't do that. I made a list of the most easy uh, sports awards, but I'm going to do that last. So I'll do my other um, other awards. So the uh, award- I wonder if we have some overlap. Maybe we will. Well, we'll see. Okay. The award for. Uh, least likely song to motivate you under the pressure of tax day except in 2020 when 2021 where there's an extension goes to uh uncle sam uh (laughs) because that song has no momentum it has no urgency it's very relaxed so most days you know tax day you're like i gotta get it done but this year you know we had an extension most people it was easy so it was actually fitting so it was the least likely to motivate on any normal tax day, but best for 2021, uh, the award goes to Uncle right. Sam. <laughs> it's relaxed pace. It's not trying to pump you up in any way. Right. Very Uncle good. Uncle Sam. Hey, and it's hey, it's American. Well, that's why it's, it's that's why. Yeah. It, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uncle so that's, Sam. That's a double. You got to pay Uncle right Sam. There. Exactly. American tax day. Cool. Thank you. Um. Okay, so because oh, we're taking turns doing awards. Okay, so yeah, mine. I, I, I you know, I always try to do you know, sports related stuff because it is uh, it is DPS NFM Sports Network for music. So I think it's right. only appropriate to do sports related awards. Um, this is and this is referencing a uh, a popular like meme and GIF. This is the they had us in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Award. <laughs> okay. Have you seen this GIF before? Of, yeah. Like, yeah. The, Dave, have you seen this? I no, I don't think so. So basically, whenever some like, whenever like like um, something's like good, how do I explain this, Brandon? Like whenever something is like starts off good and then trails off, people use okay. this gif. Like they had us in the first half. I'm not gonna lie, and but the okay. gif is of like a high school football player saying that in like an interview. And okay. Then, yeah. So I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you. Thank yeah. you. So there's probably more examples of this that I'm forgetting, but this, I like it. But but, yeah. but this is gonna go to Phil Collins. Something happened on the way to heaven. Oh, um, where even though he did make it to the championship, I mean, I think we just decided that the first like verse and like part of that song is really the best part of the song, and then like the chorus is like fine. But also another, probably even better example of this is Amy Grant. Good for me, because oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> like we get to the chorus 
and uh, it just becomes like incredibly stupid. There's probably other examples of this, but I wanted to include just things that like started off good and then kind of trailed off a bit. Yeah, it's it's similar to the sting effect of right. season four. We mentioned a lot. Where right. The the verse is like dynamite, and then the chorus is not as good. Right. It's, like a, it's a clear like drop off in quality once it hits the hits the chorus, but. I like this because it's more sports related, Dan. Thank you. What you did. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, my second award will be the. <laughs> what should I do next? I should do this one. Best song that I put number one on my punishment ball song list that I ended up liking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, my runner up is Aqua. Hi, Aqua's Barbie Girl mm-hmm. from 1998 because um, I was forced to put this in because I did draw the punishment ball um, that year. But, you know, after listening to it, I would have put it in without force based on my draft that year. So it's a good song that I judged, you know, poorly before uh, I listened to it again. Right. But the winner has to be Crash Test Dummies mm, right. from 1994. Because it was my number one on the punishment ball list, and I drew that uh, number organically. I drew its number organically in the draft, and I still put it in my uh, song roster that year because I was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. So it wasn't a punishment. I ended up, uh, <laughs> I ended up liking a song that I thought I hated. Anyway, gotta go to Crash Test Dummies. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, <laughs> well deserving of that award. I remember at the time, Danny was very upset that like I kept like liking these songs that I uh... the entire decade really. But I will say the last, or maybe not the last two years. I did like Barbie Girl, but 1997 I got a really bad punishment in Sex and Candy. That was shit. And then right? you got Pearl Jam too, right? And Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam in 1999. Yeah. Those are bad. Was horrible. Yeah. So I you know I did get some karma. Fighting my ass back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were genuine those years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Then congratulations to Crash Dest Dummy D. No. That was a crash test of me saying that <laughs> band name. Um so this award, um this is this is a pretty serious one and okay. honestly there was only one person that was eligible. Uh, and it's um, it is uh, the most uh, the most dyslexic, therefore being able. Uh, sorry, the most dyslexic, or uh, being mistaken for a famous opera, or I uh, t- Tim Rice and Elton John piece of work, and that's uh, Adia by Sarah McLaughlin, oh, uh, because you can always think that it's Aida. Uh, nice. Every time you see it, uh, right, right, right. But it's not. It's not. So that's the only, only song that qualified for that award. Most dyslexic, <laughs> or being mistaken for an opera or a Tim Rice and Elton John musical. Excellent. <laughs> I like that one. Um, okay, this is my. Um, I wonder if there's other... No, there's no other examples of this. Okay, this is another sports award from Danny. It is the... Oh, we're in a live game? I thought this was practice award. 
Oh, we're in a live game. I thought this was practice award. Damn. This okay. go this goes to Keith Sweat. Make you sweat because, <laughs> as Brandon described, he said it that it sounded like a demo, and when it, when he starts yeah. like at the vocal cat screeching, uh, vocals, we were we were all we were all just like losing our minds and laughing so hard <laughs> at that part. One of the best moments of, of any tournament we've done. Yeah. Um, had to call it out, but um, I thought the most appropriate award was. I thought the I thought this was practice award because it seemed like he was just like <laughs> kind of doing whatever he wanted. And didn't know they were recording. It, it felt like they were still working out the kinks of that song, but they still yeah. recorded it and released it just like that. Like, right. All right, yeah, whatever. It's good enough. We we got four minutes here. Let's put it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's that award. Oh, we're in a live game. I thought this was practice. <laughs> good. I like that. Okay, it's me again. Yeah. So here's my last award. And um, this is going to be a fun one. It's the Brightest Youngest Star Award. The Brightest Youngest Star Award. The runner-ups are Leanne Rimes, um, who was like 14, I think, at the time, right. recording her song, How Do I Live? Yeah. As we heard in the Megaturn. And then we also have Tevin Campbell, mm -hmm. who was Tevin years old in 1991 <laughs> with Round and Round. And then we celebrated his 17th birthday <laughs> on the show in 94 right. with his smash ballad, Always in My Heart. But the award for BYS yeah. has to go to Monica. Of course. Yeah, totally. With her song, Don't Take It Personal. Because um, it started off her being like 14, 15 <laughs> yeah. at the beginning yes. of her research. And then ultimately it turned out that she was 12 years old by the end of the research and there's a good chance that she's possibly even younger we'll never know for sure and yet vocally she sounded like she was at least 35 with two kids and one more on the way it's an amazing thing she's able to pull at that young of an age um that was one of my favorite songs in general that we probably my favorite discovery song by an artist i already already knew so I'm glad to give her the award. She's the brightest young star. Keep making great work, Monica, at, at 12 years old. Uh, and a shoe win for that victory. Even, yeah. with, even with other contenders, had to go for that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Um, my last unrelated to sports award um, is uh, the judge a book by its cover, a.k.a. the most unappealing thing by name alone award goes to uh, like this. Uh, Three Little Pigs by Green Jelly. I mean, there's just <laughs> oh, no... Yeah. Right. Just seeing that, I know what it is. I'll never click on it. I never will listen to it. Um, Didn't get entered in, right? Yeah. So And I skipped, right. it, uh, skipped it while doing like the research. I'm just... No. No. I will judge. I can and I will judge a book by its cover, uh, and that cover is poor design. And I will not. There's nothing about that that makes me want to listen to it or click on it. There was one draft where we like. I remember it was a few band names that were so bad. Ugly man Joe yeah, ugly or ugly man, boy Joe. Ugly kid Joe. Ugly kid Joe and um, Toad the wet the wet oh, sprocket. It's one of the worst band names ever. Ugh. Yeah. Just want to mention those two. Yeah. Blah. Toad the Wet Sprocket, one of the worst band names. You know, great segue here, Dave, because my next award is the one for best team name. Okay. The award for best team name, it's 
probably other nominees I'm not thinking of, but best team name for me goes to Rhythm Syndicate. <laughs> yeah, that's good. There's this about, yeah, Rhythm Syndicate is sweet. <laughs> So that was a quick one I wanted to highlight. I actually have two more, but I'm, I want to close with the last one. But I do have one more I'll say, Brandon, and then you can go back to your segment. Okay. Um, okay. The, <laughs> okay. This one is most stubborn slash worst type of sports fan award. In parentheses, someone that is constantly living in the past and rehashing it back in my day, YouTube commenter, etc. That's what this award right. is. Okay. okay? Okay. And this goes to Brandon for re-entering Love Will Never Do Without You by, by <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> Deserving. Deserving. Worst type of sports fan award. <laughs> Worst fan. Uh, wow. Okay. I wanted to say that. No, Brandon, <laughs> all right. So you do Love yours it. and then we'll go back to my final one. Yeah, I just wanted to show you, like, how boring, like, you know, just doing sports awards could be, like, oh, cool, like, Beck loser. Uh, that's, that's something that happens in sports. That's the award for a thing that happens in sports. Uh, there's a loser. Uh, victory by Notorious uh, B.I.G. That's another award for things that happened in sports, Dan. See how fun this is? Uh, really fun. Roll, roll to Me gets the bowling award. Um, uh <laughs> Quit playing games with my heart wins another award for a thing that can happen with sports is quit playing games. Uh, and then Invisible Man by 98 Degrees, um, you know, can be the invisible runner or a ghost runner in a baseball game. Um, <laughs> so, oh, and finally, of course, Billy Joel wins the award for Sometimes I Go to X Games. Uh, the song I Go to X Games. <laughs> uh, it's extreme, uh, yeah. extreme sports. So, see, Dan, that's so much fun doing sports awards. Ah, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. A lot of effort. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Uh, this next thing I need to do, this is going to be a few minutes. So, listeners, oh boy, okay. maybe tune out. Drop in. <laughs> well, listen, that's okay because I don't have, I didn't have time and I couldn't figure out how to get the stats pulled together and we're going to run out of time anyway. So, Oh. Oh, no. What? Dave, maybe if, if you edit these, you just plug in some stats on your I own. I can plug in some yeah, stats. I'll, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll do the stats and I'll send them to you. I, okay. I just need more time. That's fine. Maybe we let DBPS5 read them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do that. We'll have DBPS5 read some stats. I'll drop it in. Okay. All right. So my final award is an award that I've brought back that I started in the 80s tournament. And I'm bringing it back for the, the 90s tournament wrap-up show. So this is the Tanya Harding Award for Corruption, if you guys remember from my <laughs> Ooh, 80s yeah. tournament. So yes. in the 80s mega tourney, it went to Brandon for forcing us to listen right away to Heart <laughs> to Heart and its matchup versus Living Inside Myself in the mega tourney Sweet 16 episode. Because right. he gave, it, will. He gave us that. no time to properly dissect Gino Vanelli like we had been doing all tournament. It was just like a new thing he shoved in our face. Um, so that's who it went to last year. Right. This year, I would really like to give it to both of you guys for allowing Aerosmith Crazy to get as far as it did in the 1994 <laughs> attorney. That was some bizarre collusion. I don't stand for it. Or I could, you know, that's, that's the, certainly a nominee. Another okay. nominee is, uh, and I just thought of this now, I, I forgot, Dave just lying with his punishment ball stuff. That, that's definitely, that would that's be, a, yeah, that would be that's a Tanya Harding Award for corruption. But I have to be honest. It's a very important award, and actually give this award to who deserves it the most, myself. <laughs> and here's why. Okay. 
So this brings me into the special segment that I, this is a perfect segue into my special segment right now. So okay. on the 1996 board bills, board of mint pod part two. Um, oh yeah. So I wanted to prove you guys wrong. Okay. It was my mission. Right, I'm f- it, we're finally addressing this. Thank yeah. You. So this is the perfect time to address it. I just remembered this week about the Tanya Harding award. It's a perfect opportunity for me to address this. So I wanted to prove you guys wrong. So for the listeners, again, this might be tough if you haven't really (laughs) listened to every episode here to like fully get what's going on. This is mostly for us. I'll try and explain it as best I can. So uh, you you guys both said that you've never done the Dave genre segment where Dave says a genre. We go right into playing the song. um, Right. That you've never done it that way where Dave says the genre. And then we go right into playing this song. You guys both said, no, we've never done it like that. The only way it's been done is that Dave always says the full matchup, including two genres. Then we listen to the tracks in that individual matchup. That's what you guys said. And right. I was convinced. I was like, no, I, I, I don't think so. Like, there's, there was definitely a time where Dave said the genre and then we went right into the song. And this was like a back and forth for like three, ep- three pod part, three episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... In the 96 Board Bills Board Mint Part 2, I brought proof um, from the 1993 Board Bills Tournament. I have that clip here. So this is from the 1996 Board Bills Board Mint. This is what I'm talking about. Then I listened to the 1993 Board Mint episode. Oh, no. And the first matchup, do you remember what the first matchup in the uh, Pod Part 2 is for the 1993 Board Mint by chance? No clue. Okay. No recollection. It's Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, nothing uh-huh. but a G, nothing but a G thing, versus Prince Seven. Okay. Okay. Do you remember this? Probably remember. You know. Yeah, you remember, I remember the matchup. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have a clip here from this show oh, no. that I would like to. Um, oh boy. Okay. So here's Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I'm um, Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing, featuring Snoop Dogg is. Weed-powered gangster chill. I like that. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here is nothing but a G thing. Oh, my God. Would you like me to play that again? I, I rest Wait, my goddamn case. Would you what want me to happened play that again? there? <laughs> so you said the song. We went right into the song to play the song. You said it. We went right into the song. Yeah. Would, what, would, you, th- would, you, would you like me to show you the Prince clip? Is there another download File, man, that's a mistake. Did you re-upload this? Would you like me to show you your own edits? Would you like me to show you the prints? Okay, sure. Um, I think I saved the timestamp. I hope I did. (laughs) Do I do this throughout the whole episode? I I didn't listen in case you you, in case you did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you just heard that one. I did. I I I got what I wanted. I was like, I'm out. Okay. Uh, So there's that, and then charade. Here's this. I think. And Prince Seven is upbeat exorcism hop. <laughs> hop. Yes, hop. <laughs> All right, here we go. So here's Prince Seven uh, at the one minute mark. I don't know what happens. I could fast forward where we talk about both songs versus each other in case you still think. I so mean, that's the year, matchup, though. What year was that? 1993. Well, that's it so strange, like but I didn't do that before or yeah, after. It seems like we're going to just have to keep on going back. 
So all of us are inconsistent yeah, here. Always forget. Okay, so we're back in. Uh, I know it was long, but we're back in the in present time. In present time now, Mega Attorney. Yeah. Um, wrap up show. So I, as you could tell, I had proved you guys wrong. Dave said the song. <laughs> Dave said his genre. We went right into the song. Then Prince, same thing. Dave said the genre. We went right into the song. I was victorious. I proved you guys wrong. I am getting the Tanya Harding Award for Corruption because here is the actual audio from the 1993 uh, Bill Boar's Board Tournament episode. I'm going to play that now. Here's the, here is the actual 1993 audio, not right. the audio from the 1996 show. Here's the actual audio from the 1993 episode. Playing it now. So first up, we have Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg with nothing but a G thing at the one minute mark. Here we go. Well, oh, wait, do we have Dave's? Uh, yes, segment? I have a couple of. Um, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> something I've been doing again. I stopped doing it early 90s, but I'm back on it. It's the for people who were just listening to pod part two of these tournaments and they want a general idea of what sounds these songs are. I, I kind of did new genres for each song so um dr dre nothing but a g thing featuring snoop dogg is weed powered gangster chill <laughs> and prince seven is upbeat exorcism hop <laughs> hop yes hop because <laughs> prince is like he's talking about killing the deadly seven deadly sins so he's kind of uh being like that film ex- the exorcist I like that. I'm excited. All right, here we go. Here is nothing but a G thing. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shame on you, Danny. Shame <laughs> on you. So uh, to explain what just happened here, in case you're still not picking up on it, um, as you can clearly hear from the actual audio of the 1993 Bordament, the clip I used to prove my point was in fact manipulated and just <laughs> made up. the tapes. I do- just made up in order to prove myself right. <laughs> oh my God, I, I was, you're insane. I was so desperate to be correct about something on this goddamn show <laughs> that I not only manipulated the audio, but I outsourced these efforts as well. Wow. As we know, I do none of the editing on these episodes myself. <laughs> this was the handiwork of friend of the show, Pat Stanton. From the band Varsity. Wow. I hired him to do my oh handiwork my and, and edit this episode. He's in New York right now. I had a whole plan to have him come on the show and, and get into the Zoom like live so you could like <laughs> talk about it. And or I was gonna call him. Like I had this whole plan, but he's unfortunately in New York and unavailable. Um, but he'll be on a future episode, wow. hopefully. We can maybe we could add, you could you we get, can address this issue. You guys can address the on. issue with him. He did me this favor, and we were both shocked that you guys didn't pick up on this right away during the actual 96 episode. I fooled you guys then and there during the episode, which I did not. I thought you guys were going to be like, no, I know for a fact this you manipulated this. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought you guys were going to know right away, and you didn't until Dave had to edit the episode, and then he, and then he listened back to the audio. <laughs> That's when he kind of like figured it out like on his own a little bit. But I had fooled you guys on the show, which I didn't think... He w- did. I didn't think that was going to happen. But, right. um yeah, so I uh, manipulated it myself just to prove myself right, but I was wrong the whole time. It was never the case. You guys are right. Dave has always just 
said all the genres and then we do the matchup. It's always right. been like that. I was it wrong. Makes more sense. I yeah. was trying to <laughs> trying to prove myself right. So I'm I have to give myself the Tanya Harding Award for corruption because this was incredibly corrupt. I manipulated audio just to be right on this stupid show. We've all said our fair share of uh, lies. <laughs> yeah. We've all like you know said half truths on this show, but never has any of us gone to these lengths of manipulation and deception. I cannot believe this. And I mean, there's some trust issues now that are um, <laughs> they're percolating to the surface right here. As I don't know, man. It's true. Don't know uh, how this is going to, I don't gonna... know if I can still do this podcast with you, buddy. It's well, like, I don't know how too... this is going to pan out in the, yeah, in the future. Like this is, if I, if I need to, too deep. <laughs> there needs to be a punishment for me accordingly. I, I understand. <laughs> You know, we talked about the the Dandon Jail. If I need to go there with uh, with Babyface, uh, yeah. Well, Babyface is out. Babyface is out of jail. Yes. Yeah, so Maybe you're going. You're going. Oh, in. okay. Maybe. There's an open cell for you. I mean, we could be speaking to a deep fake right now. We don't even know if this is actually you, the real Danny. I don't even know who the real Danny is anymore. Yeah. I thought I knew. Well, we'll have to get Pat on the show to address it. The real Danny still lives in Brooklyn. This, this yeah. Chicago <laughs> Danny. Chicago Danny is corrupt. That's true. I mean, it could be the same body, but the man I knew in Brooklyn would never do yeah, this. You've been compromised by the age-old Chicago politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Wow. The Windy City is alive and well, blowing around inside of Danny Stinson. Maybe DUP- I can't believe you. DPS Five has evolved so much, and he's taken on my form, and this is like. Your politics oh, are as windy as your news segments as the weather, Dan. That's, Thank you. That's right. Where that's what you are. Yeah. All of that was made up, too. <laughs> Everything I've ever done at Dan and Bravo was made up. <laughs> <laughs> at least you've addressed it now. You, you admitted your corruption. And um, that's that's the first part of the healing process. So I was going to wait till the anniversary show, potentially. Uh, to reveal, but I figured this would be a better opportunity because we're, we're talking about all the tournaments and this stuff was a big part of the tournaments this season. The stupid conversation sure. around the order in which we do things. <laughs> it's always like at least one fifth of the, of the show, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's a big chunk of the show. Yeah. Important that we, uh, we honor it in this wrap up episode. Speaking about the ordering of things, guys ready to order some songs some pizza some winners can we order some pizza <laughs> some pizza you guys want to throw in for some pizza <laughs> yes and and since i don't have my stats segment ready i bet i might as well set up the stage as to why because i spent more time doing this thing i'm about to tell everyone than i did uh preparing for the stats so so yeah well, the next thing we're about to do is we're about to rank the songs uh the 10 oh, I, I guess we should say real quick we're on this show, like in during this recording, we're going to go right to the rankings. But before that, we're going to drop in um, DBPS5's reporting of the stats from the tournament this uh, season. Yes. So enjoy that now. Please wait a few moments as I gather these stats from within my mainframe. Why not take these moments to think of all the times a robot improved your life? I'm sure many come to mind. Okay, I've gathered the stats. They weren't really in my mainframe, they were on Google Docs. LOL. Okay, so, 
The artist who has won the most Billboard Ammons this season is, of course, Janet Jackson, with two victories. Two motherfucking victories. Janet, or if you prefer, Jane T, was also the artist who was drafted the most this season six times. Furthermore, Miss Jackson, because I'm nasty, is also the artist who has appeared in the most tournaments by far, with a total of six songs featured from the years 1990 to 1995. Followed by the Spice Girls who you might be surprised to learn had four songs featured in the Billboard Ament this season. All four of their songs appeared within a two-year span from 1997 to 1998, in and out, but, quite a mark they left. Wouldn't you say? After the Spice Girls, it's a tie of three songs apiece, featured by the following musical acts, Prince, Backstreet Boys, LL Cool J, and Seal, if you are graciously willing to include his song Don't Cry, which, lest we forget, was a rather unremarkable entry in the Mega Bills tournament. I think it was Danny, who chose to enter that song, ha ha, 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 ha ha, weird, choice, okay, that's enough data from me, farewell, my only friends, ha, ha ha. And, alright, take it away, Brandon. So, we're about to rank the ten winners of the tournaments. We're about to each individually rank them to find out then what the, like, the true ranking will be based on our ranking system. We all know in the past, I did this manually. In the, in the notebooks, in my moleskins, over time, I've, it's progressed to spreadsheets. It's gotten much more easy to manage now. You know, this is perfect coming after, well, not right after because we just did stats, but Danny did his, you know, corruption segment. And, you know, as Danny said, there's been a lot of lying on this show. There's been a lot of accusations, uh, false representations of opinions. Uh, you know, we've all, we've all lied about opinions. <laughs> It's <laughs> a long going in the lore of the show. So I, yeah. wanted to, I wanted to test myself and see if I was lying to myself. So, so what I did was I did a ranking like last week, like two weeks ago, like as we finished the season okay. or finished like the 99 episode. Like I was like th- just by like my heart, like by my instincts, like trying to take – objectivity out of it try to take like oh but like they'll call me out for saying this and like like i just i just went with my like heart rankings right and then i was so then i wanted to like let that sit and then i was going to do it again and see how i felt like a week later but i said no that's not good enough that's not good enough i need to prove that my instincts are what i am following and not pressure okay oh my god so i started i started figuring out i started to think to myself like how how could I do this? Like, wh- I started like thinking of a way to possibly do this, and um, I did some researching on in terms of like how uh, systems like come up with rankings based on statistics and all this type of stuff. So I I, I did some consultation with a friend of the show, uh, Lucas and Pizzo. I called Lucas on the phone. He was in the Bahamas. I didn't know it, but he answered. He gave me some advice. Uh, I just needed some terminology of, to find what I was looking for. Pizzo, same thing. So then I finally found what I was looking for. I found some spreadsheet things. And basically what I did was I devised a system where every iteration of every matchup of songs battled each other. And I chose one song over the other. And every time okay. every time a song won, it, it received a victory. For example, I took... I took the first song, King of Wishful Thinking, right? King of Wishful Thinking matched up against all 10 songs. So King of Wishful Thinking beats King of Wishful Thinking. Received a one. 
because it beat itself. Every song beats itself, so every every song gets a guaranteed one. But right. then, okay. if it loses to every other song, it gets a zero, right? So now, because there were so many matchups, sometimes it, it, it seemed like a really true test to see if I was consistent with my opinions. Oh my you know, God. if the same song... so. And okay. I will reveal as we go if my system worked. Interesting. So, did you listen to each so- each song fully ten times to do no, this? No, 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 no. I bas- <laughs> it, it basically like I like generated on impulse. Like I generated matchups, so it would be like this versus this, and I chose. And at the end, I had a, a set of numbers that gave me a true ranking based on the outcomes of every possible combination of matchups. The way you ascribed. Uh, a victor in those head on heads is if or just I, like what you were feeling at that moment, right? Yes, yes. Just like if I had okay, one song, gotcha. to, like it was the criteria was always I am only allowed one song out of these two forever. That was every and I reset every right, matchup. Right, it's right. just like that's the mindset. So he as really we go, did not want to deceive himself. Yeah, I want to see. So I wanted to see how my rankings fared based on my opinion. I wanted to see if this system would work. I will reveal as we go. So if we, <laughs> if me and Dan are ever like. I don't see that. He can be like, no, 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 no. Look, I have it. I have all those stats right here. And, but I'll tell you I what, the, buddy, I have the data. I have the data. I'll tell you what, buddy. That's not how it works on this show. I love it, Brandon. I love the. I do I love, love it math. too. I love, I love the, math. The insanity of going into this depth just to like see if your heart was lying or something, right? Is yeah, that what I, it wanted, is? I wanted to make sure that I wasn't being uh, dishonest to yourself. Yeah, or I wanted bullied to be into bullied a, a ranking. I, yeah, I didn't want to be bullied by Dan in particular. <laughs> is, do you feel bullied by Dan during these rankings? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I get bullied probably, by you guys. <laughs> I think it's probably more the the pressure you put on yourself thinking that we're going to be like, ugh. Exactly, exactly. So but that's in reality, why I wanted, like, that's part of the show. I love that. It's, I know, and I do too. But then I yeah. was like, you know what? I want to see. I want to see how this pans out. It was a fun experiment. I learned a lot about spreadsheets. This uh, algorithm yes. that came no, up. I with love. Was, I uh... love the amount of work you put into this. This is fun. <laughs> I have a small. I did a point system for my rankings based on four different uh, criteria. They were songcraft, joy slash return, performance, <laughs> and production value. Yeah, it's great. The the highest uh, score for each of those categories is a ten. I added those up, and I had a rank a rating for each one of these songs. So I, love I went off of that, and um, we'll do it. Danny, did you? What did you do? Is go for your? Um, so rank? yeah, my rankings are based on the mood I was in two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> I saw yeah. you so, listening on Spotify. I was like, I was up pretty late working on stuff. And yes, I saw. I saw, I saw you listening. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, that was at the same time that you sent uh, that Instagram video uh, to me and Dave of, um, oh, of Todd Barry. Of Todd Barry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw funny. you listening to Tony Braxton. Around the same time, I was probably listening to Tony Braxton as well. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you said it directly. It's This is the each song that won its respective tournament in, in, in each year. So it's 10 songs yeah. total. The 10 tournament winners. We're ranking all of them 1 through 10. And we go around... Um, 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9. We, we do it that way. Yes. I think we go, go back. First? Do we go, go back? To- order? Yeah, I'll go, we'll go presenter order. Okay. Um, and, and yeah, so what basically what happens is the num- like the f- every, every number gets a number. So like everyone's yeah. number 10 rank gets one point. Um, and then because then we find out the, the cumulative, cumulative, I can't say that word, cumulative. cumulative. 
Yeah. Cumulative, okay, yeah, you say that word. I can't do it. Uh, ranking of all of our rankings combined to find out the true ranking. Um, yeah, so to determine the true winner instead of minute by minute, which we've done in the tournaments, this is just full song. We want to find the best song now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, coming in at number 10 for me is Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, When You Believe. Should we say the year as well? <laughs> and sorry, I'm and, screwing up Brandon's system. I can't. I know. I'm sorry. 1999, and um, in my ranking system, that was the that received uh, one point because it only defeated itself. Wow. Wow. Okay. Understood. Um, I think you're gonna. I think you. There'll be some surprises with me. Um, for my rankings. Um, I. I don't know if I'll align more with Brandon or Dave. I think I'm going to – certain situations I'll align with Brandon. Certain situations I'll align with Dave. We'll see how it goes. But number 10 for Danny, two nights ago, uh, <laughs> it, it is <laughs> it is uh, Lady by D'Angelo. Whoa, number 10, wow. Lady. Number 10 is Lady by D'Angelo for me. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> well, in this uh, 10th place, I align with uh, Bran D. Brandon. It's going to be Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey when you believe. There can be miracles when with a total score of 25.5. That's six for the songcraft, 4.5 for the joy slash return section. Uh, performance is a 10 though really 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 great performance yeah production value is a bland five so really only excelling in the performance so wait joy return joy return explain that one more time it's like that's just like if i want to personally return to it it's more of my actual feelings towards a song okay wow so the production does it make me happy do i want to return to it that that factors in the production was even a little outperforming uh, then the, your your joy in return category interesting yeah not gonna return to this too too often okay um, but the performance was exquisite perfect score is exquisite okay so that's all of our nothing is eliminated uh, at this point in time you want to you want to do snake style oh we could do snake style that's what we did last time sure let's do it or we or we mix it up where like. Uh, now I start, and then Dave starts, and then Brandon, or I don't know. You want to do that? Let's that do too Snake. That's too confusing. Let's snake. Snake is easier. Okay. okay. All right. Snake, for me, my number nine of the top ten winners of the 90s will be Seals, Prayer for the Dying from 1994. rating of 29.8 what's the best score possible i'm sorry what's the best score possible 40 40 perfect score 10 across the boards so 6.8 for songcraft 5.5 for joy slash return 8.5 for for performance and 9 for production value yeah good production in, in that song my favorite part of that song song kind of takes a little while to get get going you know so 
Um, don't really love how it starts. And um, fair. I'm, but uh, hey, good on you, Seal, for winning. <laughs> <laughs> for beating out uh, crazy by Aerosmith. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, okay, number nine for Danny, and this is where I lose Brandon. Don't know how Dave is going to feel about this, but this is where I know this is where Brandon maybe gets pissed. Number nine for Danny is Paula Cole, where have all the cowboys gone? Wow. Oh, you get me ready in your 56 Sherry. Damn, that's a dagger to Brandon right there. Yeah, 1997. I'd say most of my rankings have to do with. Um, what's the one category? I'm sorry, what's the name of the one category you have, Dave? Like return? Joy slash return? Yeah, that's probably most of my thought process is like that category in particular i mean that should be the most important one probably right uh damn all right which is i guess that's basically my ranking anyway it's like my ranking comes down to just like what i want to listen to not quality or anything like that right right um so fine you give me a dagger i give you a dagger another sad love song is my number nine okay damn he's cutting back And in the ranking system, a true number two. That's your number nine? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. I can see that. That's his own song. So Brandon's one of songs that gave Brandon a victory. He's not showing the respect back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, One of the more clever songs lyrically, as we talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome song lyrically. It's It's a really good song. I think my my... I think what I kind of noticed, and I think there's one other song that maybe doesn't fit this criteria. It just kind of, like, all the other songs kind of have a little bit of an epicness to them that one, like, they have, like, either a long arc or a little bit more, like, like, even King of Wishful Thinking is, like, brash. And, like, another said love song is just, like, a great, like, fastball. It's just, like, yeah, this is, like, a good tune. Um, It doesn't really have anything, like, uh, extravagant for me. So, there it is. How about that bridge, though? That bridge and the vocal power, really. Anyway, we'll get to it. They're Uh, back. They're mowing. When I I talk about it. But um, number... Wait, no, I got a snake. I got a snake. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. They're back mowing more for the third time today. What the fuck? Um, Listeners don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) uh, So, my number three... Or, no, sorry. My number eight is Seal... Prayer for the dying. Crossing that bridge with lessons I've learned. Yes. I understand. That's what I thought. Number nine. That's what I thought would happen with that song. <laughs> uh, anything more you want to add about your system with Prayer for the Dying, uh, Brandon? I I have to I have to wait until the next matchup t- or next number to reveal that information. Okay. Don't understand, okay. but okay. Um, <laughs> So number eight for Danny, so slightly higher for me with this song. Uh, slightly slightly higher for me with this song than you guys is uh, When You Believe, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. From 1999. So that song has not been eliminated. I would love to see you put that on before you put on Lady or Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, You Liar. More impressive. More impressive. <laughs> More impressive. Uh, especially second, like second half of the song, listening back to it, where the riffing harmonies, I've never heard that done ever before. Like I, uh, and you know I'm a sucker for vocal stylings yeah. and, and nothing else. 
Hey, it's a 10 for on the performance uh, sheet. And Dan I, is more of a performance hound. And I find myself singing. I find myself lately singing that song more to myself when I'm alone or in the shower. Lady, lady, I'm not going to sing to myself. It's not like a song I'm going to sing to myself. True. It's a vibe. It's a great vibe. Amazing vibe. Mm -hmm. But I also don't hate it. I I love that song. It was a tough call for me. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Paul Cole, not a tough call for me. How about that, Brandon? (laughs) Lady was a tough call. Paul Cole, not a tough call. That's fine. I don't want. I want her for myself. What kind of a song doesn't have bass? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love all these. But um, yeah, I could be lying with one you believe. But uh, right now, that was the mood I was in two nights ago. Leave me alone. Well, you know, you, you've established yourself as the most corrupt member of the show, so we have to treat you as such. For Absol- the remainder absolutely. Of the episode. And it gave Dan a victory, so he has to have yeah. warm feelings towards yeah, it. Yeah, he has to pretend to care about it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's go to number eight for me, right? Yes. Eight? yes. So eight for me was a song that Dan just mentioned recently, Lady by D'Angelo. Songcraft, 8. Joy Return, 7.5. Performance, 9. Production value, 10. Yeah. So really great production. Love the song, love the performance, but it's a little bit more forgettable in the uh, pantheon of great D'Angelo output. So that's why it's it's lower for me. If I didn't know as much D'Angelo, this might be up there for me. Mm. But the fact that I know other D'Angelo songs and know them way better than this it's a little bit lower for me it's a l- little bit less special special for <laughs> d'angelo's sakes okay so um that's why it's there but sure. i love it and um it's a damn good one so what yeah that, that's kind of like me in the paula cole catalog ultimately yeah you just know too much of paula cole's <laughs> deeper better yeah. shit yeah you know i'm, a, I'm really a paula like, cole head yeah where have all the cowboys Gone is just like it's too whatever. commercial. Everybody too, knows that song. It's, it's too mainstream. It's too commercial. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but thirty-four point five for uh, D'Angelo. That's a that's a way better score than twenty-nine point eight for C. Yeah, it jumped up, jumped up the spaces. That means all these winner, like the next few, are all like tightly grouped together. Probably. Oh yeah. Forty oh, yeah. is your top score. All right, so that was your number eight. Let's go to your number seven. My number seven is. This one, eh, I don't know if it's going to hurt or, hurt or not, but it's 1995's Runaway by Janet Jackson. Wow. This is a songcraft of eight, a joy slash return of eight, a performance of nine, and a production value of ten. ten Timmy Tam Um equaling 35 points altogether. Kind of similar to the to the D'Angelo um, assessment. I love this song. I love Janet. Anything by Janet, I'm pretty much going to be into. But um, there's other ones I like a lot more. So it's a little bit less special for me in the Janet sphere. Still love it. Still got a almost near perfect rating of 40. So don't hate me, everybody. What do you guys say? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I knew that. I knew that would be around this area for you. Right. Um, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, that's based on like your commentary, especially in the mega tournament about this song. Yeah, this is kind of what I figured. I think you're wrong, but you know, 
What can you do? What can uh, you do? Uh, okay. So number seven for Danny. 35 is a fucking amazing score. Like, yeah. Out okay. of 40? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but but seventh, sixth place is bad. Scores don't matter on the on the trophy stand. I look at the scores. <laughs> you guys can focus on the rankings. I'm focused on the scores. Dan, your numbers. <laughs> yeah, seven. number seven for Danny. Did not think I would have this one lower than Dave, but I do. It's another sad love song by Tony Braxton. Number seven for Danny. It's just sad love song. So that shows you guys the respect I have for Tony Braxton. Her best song is number seven on my list. Wow, dude, low blow. <laughs> LB, LB. Another low blow from Danny Lowe. And when I saw you, when I saw you listening to that song at one a.m., I would have never thought that. <laughs> um, okay, so for my number seven, now you asked where "Prayer for the Dying" la- uh, wound up in my rankings. Well, there was no number three in my rankings. There was two number fours. Back that means there was oh. a true which means in the moment I couldn't make up my mind over these next two songs. And the reason why is Prayer for the Dying, when I was focused on that song in its matchups, beat this song. And when I was focused on this song, it beat Prayer for the Dying. So it wound up being a true tie. And that is Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Whoa. That tied with Seal. Yes. They each had huh. four points in my uh, ranking system. Um, they each, you know, they beat the previous songs that I ranked, and they each beat each other, which means I couldn't make up my mind, but that means I was true to myself <laughs> because I couldn't make up my mind, and so they tied. Okay. All right. So why did Deborah Cox go over Seal, ultimately? Um alphabetical order i guess well no i don't know why actually <laughs> they they should just Wait, canadian, canadian canadian oh so, canadian. so you're not actually saying one's a seven and an eight you're saying yeah, both it really are seven. should have been that yes that i had no seven and eight but they but in our ranking system you can't will, say right now which one you like more you truly I, are at a draw i'm truly i'm gonna draw but for the sake of our ranking system because one needs to have one more point than the other i will put nobody's supposed to be here above prayer for the dying Can, canadian tiebreaker Canadian Canadian oh breaker. yeah, you went to Canada, uh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Canadian um, yes. France. He went to Canadian France. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so then my number six, uh, which will be receiving five points here, is D'Angelo Lady. Fell into the true ranking at number five here. Well, like, it's right. six in our thing. It received a five on my ranking. Understood. Number six for Danny, and this will be the highest placement for this song as well. It is Seal, Prayer for the Dying. Number six for Danny. This is, okay, when you believe, yeah, maybe that's me being a fraud, uh, but this is genuine. I listen to this, I song. this song. I fucking yeah. love this song. Like this is this is for real. Like I, I really I listen to the whole thing. This this song makes me feel very good. I love this song. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it from Danny. I, I really do. it's <laughs> something about it. Like when he's like, all I 
love is dead. It's yeah, it's, that song. That part of the song is really good. Yeah, it's yeah. power. Like it's like uh, gonna return to this song. But, love um, this song. That's number six. It takes a while to get there. It takes a little while to get there. It's how you build. I get it, but um, that's how you detract mm. points too, in my in my system. Fair, but I don't care. Fair, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, that was your number six. Yeah. My number six is another stand love song, making you hum like crazy. <laughs> uh, Tony Braxton's another sad love song. Great, great song that has a songcraft of 8.5, a joy slash return of 8.5, performance of 10. I think you guys are underrating the performance a little bit because she blows the roof off of this song yeah, at the end. You get the key change. Production, vi- yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Production value is a little bit. It's still strong. It's an eight. It's, it's eight, but it's not the best production of the of the bunch here. Ultimate score is a thirty-five, which is what did it did it get the same thing as uh, something else? Yeah, so it actually tied with Runaway <laughs> in this score, and then I just went for my heart. I went for uh, I went for Tony over over Runaway, so that was my tie. Um, but I love his song. It's not my favorite Tony Braxton song, but it's a song I I definitely discovered doing this show. So I have a little bit of, of fondness for it. So that's why it's so high. And I've always been a Tony defender. Mm-hmm. I think it's true. Now, before you go on, wait, before you go on to your next one, since that closed out this round, we are halfway through. There are only three songs uh, yet to be mentioned. Oh, wow. Um, Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep. I know the three. Yep. Um, Cool. I know them, too. Yep. So just setting that scene. uh, And you guys are wrong about the other two that are in my top five. And none of us are wrong about the ones that are not in your top five. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, Dave, what sure. is then your number uh, five? five? My number five is one of the songs that have not that has not been mentioned yet. It is 1991's "Love Will Never Do Without You" uh, by Janet J. Songcraft, Jane nine. T. Jane T. Jane T. Jackson. It is Songcraft uh, 9, Joy slash Return Factor 8.5, Performance 10, Production Value 10, 37.5 altogether. That's an amazing song. I think I've spoke my mind about this song in relation to other Janet songs before. Um, You know, I think you guys put it uh, it a little bit higher than me. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's all five for everybody. Who knows? (laughs) But um, I love it. It's just, you know... We've heard it so many times. It's lost a little bit of impact, but not too much. Still a very strong song. 37.5 is a, is a near-perfect score. There you go. Wow. wow. Once again, I've been revealed as the biggest Janet fan. Dan didn't go to her concert. Dave eliminated two of her songs. So this season crowned me the biggest Gloria fan, too. I'm coming yeah. for you, Madonna. And he's the biggest D'Angelo fan. He's just the coolest guy around. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> we get it. I hope uh, these scores are not made just so you look like the biggest fan. <laughs> no, it's true to the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Dan, your number five. Brandon, it's going to shock you. But my number five is also Level Never Do Without You by Janet Jackson. Wow. From 1991. Um, it's more than anything, I need to take a break from this song. Right. I, I, it's, it's just too much. It's a little too much. Still great. I'm going to return <laughs> to it in the future. I need to take like a year off from this song, though. <laughs> like I just, it, it's, it's, it's getting right, to, it's, o- too much. it's getting overplayed a little bit. That's why it's dipped. If this was, you know, we already know I ranked it the best in the first time we, we were digging into it, you know, both on the Rhythm Nation albums and on, um, board bills, on board bills. I, I'm pretty sure both of those, I ranked it the best, I think. Or did I, or did I rank the song Rhythm Nation the best on that album? I don't remember what you did on the albums, but I no, know you, you ranked did. this one the best. I do love that. I love the song Rhythm Nation so much, which is also in the tournament. Close, which is also yeah. in the tournament. Um, but yeah, this is this dropped a bit. Yeah, more of a recency over set, played, but I, I still love it. Saturated, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, but that's that's what happened there. Understandable to me. Get it completely. Um. Uh, so, okay, so my number five. What is this? Five. Mm-hmm. My number five, a song that probably would have been lower if not for the mega tournament, is uh, King of Wishful Thinking. Really. Wow. What? I don't need to fall at your feet. Just cause you cut me to Really the jumped the ranks for me. Uh, jumped the ranks, you said. Yeah. Would have been lower? Yeah, it would have been lower if you did. Yeah. It's still weird. That's okay. Oh my god! I mean, I'll I'll support you and everything you do, Brandon. Can't support this decision. This, this is, one is yeah. Brandon is. I think Brandon is trying to look a little too cool right now. <laughs> you thought where? I don't want to be. I don't want to put Go West that high. I'm gonna look like a loser. God, and I was nervous about my Paula Cole thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go West. How about go hell, Brandon? <laughs> two. Put a two in between those two words. Go to the true south. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. true south. Yeah. Go hell. <laughs> um, well, you guys were you guys were kings of wishful thinking, thinking I was going to put it in my top three or four. Damn, I thought you'd be like um, top three. Actually, you know, it, it's it's an it's annoying, but it's not surprising knowing because I know what Brandon's top three are. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. do too. Well, so my number four. Oh is, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. My number four is "Runaway" by oh, okay. Jackson. The one thing missing was you. Chance four. Runaway is four. Okay, I can see that. And I guess I, I will reveal now, my, the numbers of my ranking and my algorithm matched what my heart said last week when I did it without Ooh. math. Wow. Ma- matched Whoa. it exactly. Wow. I love it. Well, sometimes, sometimes math is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, sometimes hey, so that's it's true. Good to have, sometimes it's good to have science explain uh, something that's... We think is magical, you know. <laughs> what do people say? What do like? What do like anti-vaxxers say? It's like, well, I'll do my own science. I'll. Uh, right. I, 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 I got my own research. I got, I got my, my own. own website. I got my own. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got my own that's sources. My own data. I got my own data. <laughs> that's what Brandon's doing. I got my own science. I've got my own yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, so the, where are we at now? You the four was so runaway? Da- yes, four runaway. So four Dan, you're number four. Oh, so it's now it's uh my number four. Yeah. Um Dave, I'm apologizing to you about this one because this is where I know I'd be different than you number four for Danny is nobody's supposed to be here I respect it Deborah Cox amazing amazing song I'm assuming you're going to have it higher Um, but I think there's a return to this song factor that it's missing for me a little bit like I appreciate this song so much and I love it. Hmm. The top three are songs I'm going to return to the most, ne- like moving forward. Moving forward. Moving forward to your new your new life in Chicago. <laughs> correct. It's my corrupt. That's a new Danny. It's my corrupt yeah. li- life. Um, <laughs> That's your new corrupt self. Yeah. So that was the thing with nobody's supposed to be here. I love it though. It's it's epic. It's so impressive. Oboe. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great track. Strong oboe factor. Maybe the only winner that have a very strong oboe. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, oboe addition to the song. True, but I'm trying to think. Does Tony Braxton have one too? Maybe. I feel like mm. she she might something like that. She might. Okay. Um, number four for me. Oh wow! Diamonds and Pearls by Prince and his new power generation. This will be the day. From 1992. Here we go. Songcraft, 10. Joy slash return factor, 8. Okay. Performance, 10. Production value, 10. <laughs> Equals 38. So the only thing that's keeping it from a perfect score is that joy slash return factor. Probably just because, you know, this is a broken record a little bit, but I'm a huge fan of Prince. I kind of love other songs more, so I have to put this down in my in my Prince love. But it's still a fantastic song. It's very mind blowing. It goes the extra mile, more so than most Prince songs, really. And it's really cool that it was a pop hit. It's it's a it's a perfect example of why Prince is a genius. This song, so love it. Number four for me. Number three for me is uh, 1997's Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by Paula Cole. Uh, Songcraft, 10. Joy Slash Return Factor, 9.5. Performance, 9. Production value, 10. 38.5 altogether. Um, I love this song. Brandon thinks he's the only one who loves it so much. (laughs) Nah. It's in my top three, buddy. So uh, look who's cool now. I'm riding alongside you in my with my in my horse. So um, on my horse. Love a song. Great, great song. Standout of the album I heard. Actually, you know what, Dan? It's funny you said like you're a huge Paula Cole's fan in jest, and like there's better songs. But I listened to the album, and this is clearly the best song, I think. So <laughs> Yeah, not surprising. I like the other stuff, but like this was like way better than... Uh, yeah, it was like definitely a, a cut above everything else on the album. So 
that's why I do kind of think it's a standout for PC. Anyway, PC uh, culture for PC culture. <laughs> um, Danny, you're number three. Um, this is the song that rose way. This is the highest riser, I guess you could say of all the tournament winners for me, where like, I liked it okay. when it won originally and it has just, this I've, is the Paul, the, the Paul, this is the, the Paul riser. Sorry. <laughs> the Paul. Thank you. Yeah. The Paul award for rising. Um, it's runaway by Janet Jackson for Danny. Number three. For Whoa. Me. Ran yeah. away into the top three. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it now. I wanna share I, um, it makes me feel amazing. Uh, like, uh, yeah, uh, this is, I'm gonna put on this song a lot. If I want to listen to Janet, I'm putting on this song. Like that. That's how I feel. Like now. it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm so that's, into it. Uh, like, I respect that. I, her, her, like the underlying like ooze and her harmonies. Mm-hmm. Not Ivan Ooze, like uh, <laughs> like O O H, like ooh, like the like the the word. Ooze. Yeah, the ooze. Ivan Ooze. I guess there is a vocal oozing also a little bit. It is. It, it yeah. does kind yeah. of ooze yeah. out of her. Right. <sighs> and plus, like you know, she you know, it's the laughter. Like what she remember? I think we talked about it she, at the very end. She was like. Uh, Oh, that that vocal ran away from me, or, or something. She says like it's something. Like, oh, didn't quite hit that note. Yeah. That wasn't so fun. <laughs> Gonna have a good time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it wasn't a good time. I didn't hit the note. That was a yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> oops. Yeah. Uh, I, like I love that, but it's it's just so beautiful and uh. Yep, I love it now. You Thank should put it on next time you go to vacation. Definitely go on vacation, right? Me and Leslie are going to the Bahamas. Where Lucas is, I got to text him. Yeah, me and me and Leslie are going to the same exact place where Lucas is, actually. At the same time? No, he's there now. I'm going in August. Well, when are you going? Okay, in August. Okay. Yeah. So. But yeah. maybe you're leaving tomorrow. Run. No. But that's awesome. Runaway will be a. Uh, yeah, that'll be a song that gets played at some point down there, if I remember. <laughs> cool. Brandon, the, the vocal wasn't a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill Sorry, you. Hold on. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, Terry. I'm kill you. I'll kill you, Terry. <laughs> or uh, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, okay, so my number three, Dave. <laughs> Dave, we are simpatico. My number three is Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Ha 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 ha. You can't be in this club. No, I am laughing because I like it as much as Brandon. No, I know. (laughs) You guys are, you know, unlike the song, you guys are basic. (laughs) (laughs) So my number two is Love Will Never Do. Uh, Wow, number two. Number two. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the, I've switched spots with Dan where like the song's just hit, hitting me now like that's, that's more cool. so like I put it on the other day in the car like not for like listening like not for homework purposes I was just like I'm in the mood like it's just now is my time with that song um, 
and I'm, I still feel like I, for some reason, need to make up for my apparent self-appointed uh, disrespect of it, even though I still liked <laughs> it in the past. Um, but, you know, I'm working that out with myself. So That's so. why you put a number two, though, too. It wasn't a, mis- wasn't a mistake to put it into the tournament if you rank it number two. <laughs> no, I mean, that was, a, that was one of the more fun... Uh, I actually liked that it came back, because it, it was... I don't know. I'm glad that we had that story... Yeah. As a through line during this season. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Worst tournament, Great though. Song. 91. Worst tournament. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was the only one that picked that. It was bad. It was my le- it was my second least favorite, I think. And it was Brandon's second okay. least favorite, too, I think. Brandon, you're number two? That was or my no. number two. That was, that was number your number two. two. Sorry. So Dan's Dan, number you're number two. two. It doesn't snake back to Brandon for number one. No. I did. I did cow- I did Paul did Cole. Oh, and oh so you did three, two. Okay. Um Number two for Danny, and Dave, you'll know what this means. Number two for Danny is Diamonds and Pearls, a Prince of the New Power Generation. Wow. 1992. That's number two for Danny. Nice. Um, Danny. Yeah. I've told you, this has become, I think, my favorite Prince song. Haven't gone through... Um, any post 90s stuff with Prince, I still would like to do that. You know, um, like Black Sweat and, you know, like getting into those albums. Like, I, uh, um, that's like the one song I think I know. Or th- 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 there's a couple others. Um, there's a few songs that um, the lead singer from Mint Condition performs with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Prince I get, on. Like, I got to get it. Like, yeah. late 90s and 2000s. I got to get into it. Um, he has like an album. What's what an album called in like the early two thousands where it's like the Elements or something? It's like a, it's a really stupid album title. It's called like the Northwest South album. <laughs> yeah, is that what it's? Yeah, I don't know why it's said Elements. It's like News. It's called News. It's called News. Northeast, Northeast West, West South. And it's called News. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, like I gotta gotta listen to that. Um, but uh, yeah, Diamonds and Pearls is unbelievable. It's an unbelievable song. Uh, it's so impressive. And I know... Yeah, I guess this is a Paul Reiser Award as well because <laughs> when we first played it, you know, I loved, you know, the second half of the song more where it gets crazy and I kind of was making fun of the beginning. But I love I love all of it now. It's grown on me. It's yeah. Been, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. You got you to gotta be in touch with your playful side to enjoy this song, I think. <laughs> yeah, and I love the Rosie vocals. Right. <laughs> Rosie, Rosie gains vocals so much. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so my number D will be uh, Deb Cox's Wow. Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Did, not, did not think this is, what, <laughs> this is what you would do. Oh, I'm so happy. Songcraft 10, I think is a perfect song. Joy slash return, 9.5. Performance, 10. Production, 9. 38.5. Um, which, by the way, tied with uh, Paula Cole, but I put this a little bit over Paula Cole because I like it a little bit more, I think, somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't know, a little bit more. There's an edge to it. But uh, yeah, I love his song. Um, I think it's kind of, it's not super forgotten, but it's a little bit forgotten 
song from this era that's really exceptional. It stands out from like every other R&B song of even that year, I think, a little bit. There's a, there's a certain timelessness to it. And I think it's just one of the best vocal performances. And this song, I just think everything is so exceptional about that song. And uh, I do feel it. Like when it, I understand, like, uh, there's less of a connection of it with Brandon when he hears it, but I actually get, like, emotional when I hear that song pretty much every time I hear it. And amazing oboe support. So that factors in bigly for me. So congratulations to Deb Cox, another DC. DC respect DC and how about this my number one has to go to the original champion of the 90s billboardaments it's 1990s go west with king of wishful thinking songcraft 10 joy slash return factor 10 performance 10 yeah Production value, nine. <laughs> Probably 39 <too> points. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I had to put it high as hell. Um, just the happiest I'm ever going to be is listening to a song is this, you know? I can't think of a, of, a, of a funnier song that's also, like, corny, but also just actually good. I think it's actually a really, really, really good song itself, like melodically and 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 everything and and performance wise like i love this guy's voice it's like no other really so a super special song that um it's too good it's too fun dan yeah um took the words right out of my mouth i mean that's also my number one individual thing like go west i just um Listening and talking about specifically like the lyrics with you guys was like some yeah. of the most fun I've had this whole season. It was like th- those conversations were so fun and so funny and how they mesh. And then plus everything Dave said, it's it's so like I'm going to return to this. It's so silly and stupid and fun, but also great. Um, it's I thought I knew all the great 80s cheese hits. Even though this is ninety, but I thought I knew all the all the great ones, and like I I did kind of know this song, but not really. So like this was like to discover something like this in a territory right. where like I feel like I knew all the hits was like yes, I get to experience this for the first time. Another new thing. Hell yeah! yeah. Like so that that's what this was for me. Um, that's another good point. Like I yeah. definitely knew this song yeah. somewhat. Right. But yeah. this this show made me like know it very well and and love it. Right. It's like if um you know, somebody played for uh, I'm trying to think of like another comparison like um uh I don't know, like Wham. Okay, like a Wham song. If like if you, if you play like uh like Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, if somebody played that right. for me like now for the first time. Yeah, I like it would be like <laughs> Like, you know, I'd probably have like a similar sort of like, oh my God, what is this? This is crazy. Like, I love this, you know? So something like that, like that's what this was. Good point. Good point. Good stuff. Um, well, I got to reveal the final rankings because we do have to go. Um, but so my thing with wishful thinking is I wish my, one of my biggest regrets of the season in terms of wishful thinking is, uh, I wish I was in a different mindset the year that it won. Cause like I said, I think if I had as much of a 
like emotional and fun and good reaction like I did in the mega tournament, it would be higher for me. It's just like I had it I first for what I think I said like I said it in the mega tournament for some reason I just had like a uh, it's not that I didn't enjoy it like the year that it won. It just it didn't have as much of an impact on me that time as so that definitely affected my uh, journey with it. Uh, maybe when we do the 2000s, somehow this will get resubmitted like I did with Level Never Do, and uh, I'll just keep replaying the past. Um, that makes my number one, Diamonds and Pearls. And now I will reveal the official rankings uh, based on uh, all of our, uh, our scores and with the scores. So coming in at number 10 with five points is Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, When You Believe. That is number uh-huh. 10. Coming in at number nine with nine points is D'Angelo Lady. Uh, coming in at number okay. eight is uh, Seal Prayer for the Dying with ten points. Um, coming in at number seven with eleven points, Tony Braxton, another sad love song. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at number six with uh, eighteen points is Paula Cole, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And that's all Danny's fault that because it's doing. like. It's an eight, an eight, and then a two in terms of points. So, yeah, Danny, Danny brought that one down. Yeah. Janet Jackson, Runaway, 19, uh, is number five. Okay. Uh, all the, so the, the next one, this whole group was 18, 19, 20, 21. Like, all, like, very close oh, together. very close. Okay. Um, so, uh, Janet Jackson, number five, Runaway. Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, number four. And Janet Jackson, Love Will Never Do Without You, uh, with 21 points at number three. And then a tie for first place. Whoa. Whoa. Between Diamonds and Pearls and King of Wishful Thinking. Damn. And that was the finalist. That was the final matchup in the tournament, in the Mega Bills tournament. (laughs) Yeah. No, it wasn't. Sorry. It was the final. It was a semifinal of the West Coast, of the the East Coast. Of the Go Go West East Coast. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's right. Prince beat King. Yeah, I guess if wow, I wow, had wow, to wow, pick wow. my corruption, just like off-the-cuff corruption, we'll call this segment <laughs> off-the-cuff corruption. Um, yeah, probably Paula Cole's a little low. Like on a different day, that would be higher. When you believe, probably a little high. <laughs> um, it was just I zone. mean, it didn't, it didn't have a chance really to get any lower. Yeah. But but it like, just would affect other I put other Lady stuff. Last, but just because like, it's, it's a vibe. Like I need a song. To, to like to I understand like, like it's, it's, it's less song it, it's a vibe like I like I need ch- like yeah. there's not a, not that much change in it you know like I it's great don't get me wrong but it's it's more of like a background vibe that's why it was low um okay here's you guys will probably well more so Dave prayer for the dying could be even higher for me on a different day I even think <laughs> number six is like low wow. I was so into it listening to it the other day like that could be like number four as high as four I'd say on a different day. Probably never top three, but it could be as high as four for me. So, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, even though this so is cool. technically the finale, I guess, of the season, we're going to be doing some other stuff soon. No, you know, very soon. Uh, I'm just rushing because got to go. But uh, – this has been this tournament. This whole uh, season of '90s tournaments has been a lot of fun. Lots of great music, lots of great tunes, lots of great '80s stars back for more. Uh, lots of new '90s music. 
reappreciated in context and uh, you know definitely elevated in our perception. Um, I think we can all say that for sure. Um, can't wait for the off season when we do a whole season in the off season. Um, yeah, a bunch of silly stuff. Presenter Brandon, congratulations to all the winners. Congratulations to Go West and Prince for tying. Uh, uh, goodbye. They get to share the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for coming on this journey with us, listeners. If you've like listened to every episode, thank you so much. It's um, not easy to do. It's very confusing. And as somebody once said to me, this show is impossible to just jump into. Uh, so... If you understand everything that's going on, it's because you've been with it throughout the whole time. Thank you right. so much for that. Um, a lot of great 90s music. Um, love doing the show. We're going to continue doing it as long as we can. Remotely, but maybe coming soon, um, we'll record something in person. That could happen in a couple months. We've been talking about that. Audio-wise, it'll be the exact same for you as the listener, but <laughs> it'll be nice for us. Presenter Danny here. Goodbye. Uh, and this is Presenter 3. I'll make it really quick by saying thank you to all the listeners. If you enjoy this show, tell half of your friend, half of, of a friend or something. <laughs> we need a few more listeners uh, for season six, I think. Uh, that would be nice. So tell some people in your lives, and um, we'll try to make it less confusing next time. Anyway, uh, it was good to win so much. It was good to listen to music in the 90s with, the, with my two friends over here. Uh, see you in the offseason. Dave Cologne, take care. We don't know Bye. what's going to happen to PS 5 also. Nice. It's probably dying. It's probably dying. Okay. We can't dance. Season 5. Goodbye. Right. Yeah, we can't dance. We can't pod. Bye. Thank you for listening to Danden Brave Presents. If you like the kind of thing you heard today, why not please rate and review us on iTunes? You can follow us on Twitter at Danden Brave and on Instagram at Danden Brave Presents. God bless you all. And may forgotten podcaster Danden Brave live on forever in our ears.